legendary, man. Just uh, just happy to be back out there. It was fun to be back and uh, just trying to get ready. Ain't no challenges for me. Um, just just getting back to myself, just getting back in the playbook, which I already been in, and you know, um, been in meetings and stuff with the team, and just trying to uh, just get back on schedule with everybody, you know. Um, and that's what is going on right now. That was 49ers linebacker Quan Alexander talking to the media earlier this week as he is expected to be back in the lineup for this weekend's game. Welcome back to Bay Area Sports Wrap here on 860 AM The Answer. Along with Ryan Leong, I am Mark Lukolovich as uh, Lowell Tuckerman is out on assignment this week. You know, the 49ers are going to need all the help they can get, especially getting a guy like Quan Alexander back on that defense to take on that beast in purple known as Dalvin Cook. Joining us on the phone right now is Phil Barber. He's columnist for the Santa Rosa Press-Democrat, and he has covered the 49ers numerous times in his career with the Santa Rosa Press-Democrat. And, Phil, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, nice to be with you guys. Cool. You know, that's, I don't think anyone, I think, here in this studio is surprised that the Minnesota Vikings were able to go into New Orleans and beat the Saints, but were you kind of surprised that they, they're going to be taking on the 49ers this weekend? I am a little bit, um, only because New Orleans is such a difficult place to play and only because Kirk Cousins had that reputation, and I think a deserved reputation of not having won big games. You know, he hadn't won a playoff game. He was 0-2, had that terrible winless streak on Monday Night Football. So he did have something to prove, um, and I think he did that to a large extent today. So I'm not surprised that they won when you look at the talent that the Vikings have. But just in terms of how they've been playing, um, I, I, I was a little surprised. Hey, Phil, it's Ryan Leong. Thanks for joining us. Um, hey, Ryan. Hey, you know, I know nobody even thought of this scenario because I myself was like, how is it they ended up playing the Vikings until I realized, of course, it's how the seedings are, are set up and, of course, the uh, Vikings being the lowest remaining seed in the playoffs. What kind of challenges do you think that presents for the 49ers? I mean, everybody was already anticipating that the Niners would be playing the Seahawks again, and they would have had they not had the Vikings not beaten the Saints. I feel like I am one of the few people just kind of looking at the commentary on Twitter and so forth. Uh, one of the few who thinks that the Vikings are probably the, the toughest possible matchup of the three teams the 49ers could have faced. I, I know that... I get the feeling that a lot of 49ers fans were a little uh, leery of facing the Seahawks again just because of the Seahawks' record, you know, in the playoffs the last few years and because Russell Wilson can be such a magician at times. Uh, there are two games against the 49ers this year. Obviously, both came absolutely right down to the wire. Um, I get all that, but honestly, I, I think the Vikings are a better team than the Seahawks, and I think that they present some particular challenges for the 49ers. One is uh, that running game with centered around Dalvin Cook because the 49ers pretty much middle of the pack against the rush this year. They're, they weren't a great rushing defense. Um, you know, they play that, that wide nine defensive alignment that spreads people out along the line, and they're a little bit susceptible to inside runs. And Cook is going to really be a challenge. But the main thing to me is the Vikings have a really good pass rush. I mean, you saw it today. It was one of their strengths. It is one of their strengths. And that can, can be one of the 49ers' weaknesses. You know, I think Garoppolo generally is pretty good under pressure, but you don't want your quarterback to take a pounding. And there's been a couple games this year where he has. 
Yeah, and I was about to say that the one item that of the Minnesota Vikings that has been overlooked has been that defense. I mean, you look at the way they held the, the New Orleans rushing attack you know, in check today, only 97 yards total. I know Taysom Hill you know, had a nice big run of 28, but really, you take away that, and they held them in check, and then sacking Drew Brees three times for 31 yards. Yeah, I, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, better make some quick reads this coming Saturday, or else, you know, that number might be four, five, or six sacks if, if he's not careful. That's a really good defense. That's been one of the best defenses in the NFL for, you know, like three years now. And uh, especially, oh, I was going to say up front, but honestly, that's not true. All three levels, they've got talent. Um, and Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin, the edge rushers, th- that's a huge challenge. And, uh, you know, J- Joe Staley in 2019 is not Joe Staley from, say, 2014. You know, he's, he's had some poor games this year. McGlinchey's been pretty good, but he's struggled at times. So uh, that, that edge rush could be a problem for the 49ers. I, I think this game, even more than most, it's going to be imperative for the 49ers to jump out to a lead. If they fall behind in this game and Minnesota gets to run the ball a little and the 49ers are, are forced to pass against that rush, that could really be a problem. You know, Phil, this will be the 49ers' first game uh, at Levi's, and, and they really haven't had any kind of home field advantage to speak of until this season. Uh, do they have a home field to work with here? Or, or, I mean, again, a team like you know Minnesota coming in after playing in the Superdome, they should be feeling pretty confident about coming into a stadium like Levi's. They'll be feeling very confident. I mean, I, I think that the atmosphere at Levi's is going to be really good. I think that when a team moves into a new stadium, it starts with winning. Like, you can't... You can't expect the fans to show up and be crazy first, and then the team develops uh, a winning tradition. The 49ers have had no winning tradition at Levi's Stadium, and uh, now that that they've turned into a very good team, I think that you have seen a change in the crowd, a change in the atmosphere at Levi's, and, and I think it's going to be really good for this game. It will truly be a home field advantage, but it's not going to be like the Superdome. I mean, that, that's one of the hardest places to play in the league and that crowd today was ready to just be insane. And and there were times when the Vikings kind of took them out of the game. So I think you hit it on the head that the Vikings, uh, I'm sure they're not looking forward to coming out here, but I don't think they're going to be intimidated by Levi's. We're joined on Barry sports wrap by Phil Barber, the Santa Rosa press Democrat. And Phil, before we let you go, I want to ask you about the uh, 49ers. Uh, They're supposed to get some of their injured players back this week, right? Who specifically and how much do you think those, uh, those, those players coming back will help the 49ers? I think it'll make a big difference. You know, their, their defense in particular down the stretch was not nearly as dominant as it had been um, earlier in the season. And I think a lot of that just had to do with attrition they had guys out. Um, there were people being forced to play more snaps, you know, like Bosa and Buckner and Armstead up front. They've been playing a lot of snaps, and I think it's just hard to uh, play with the same motor w- when you're, you know, playing 60 to 70 snaps per game. And it's it'll really help them to get some guys back. And the way I understand it, they will. I think D. Ford is supposed to be back, and I think Joukowsky Tart's probably going to be back too uh, at strong safety. And th- those. That'll help a lot. I mean, I, honestly, I, you look at a game like the game at Seattle, which they almost lost, that could have been different with if D. Ford and Joukowsky-Tart had played. So I, I do think it'll make a difference. Um, they are still 
missing a couple pieces on the offensive line, or I believe they will at least be missing a couple starters at center and right guard, and that could be a factor. But um, when you when you look at the 49ers securing the number one seed, obviously home field is the main thing, but that, that bye week really, I think, is going to help this team. And I believe so. I think it's going to be a great game going out there, and we look forward to seeing you out there this uh, Saturday, Phil. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, and we hope to get you on soon. That's Phil Barber of the Santa Rosa Press Democrat and always providing great coverage for the 49ers. Thanks, thanks a lot again, Phil. Thanks, Phil. Thanks. Nice to talk to you guys.